You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Hello again, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Be Tutor Advocate radio show with myself, Errol Parker, and the man alongside me here at Desert Rock FM today, Clancy Overell. Yes, hello. Thank you for joining us for another week and yet another interview with an iconic Australian. He's a figure in the sporting arena as well as, uh, you know, just in the the headlines, uh, the newspapers. If you're from north of Albury Wodonga, you definitely know about this man. Uh, he represents what Sydney used to be, you know, before the changes in governments and changes in laws and the sterilisation of a once exciting, vibrant part of the world, a bit rough around the edges. It's, it's since uh, kind of died in the arse a little bit, hasn't it, Errol? It's one thing we noticed on the tour, but this man represents everything it used to be. Dern Toot and Clancy, uh... We've certainly been trying to nab this one for a while, haven't we? He's responsible for the coining of a particular proctological term, thanks to his actions on the footy field. Yes, he is. Very, very famous uh, for his on-field and off-field behaviour. And if that little clue can give it away, then uh, he's the man who is going to lay out Paul Gallon this week. We, of course, are talking about the one and only John Hopawade. The most suspended man in rugby league history and arguably the greatest headline generator the game may ever see. He's taking on the former New South Wales captain Paul Gallon in the ring in a heavyweight bout at the Horden Pavilion. Uh, I think that's on uh, the yeah, 8th, 8th. 8th, of, uh, 8th of February. That has cost Jesus' son, Tim, on the card as well, uh, as well as uh, Queensland great Justin Hodges, who is making his debut, Clancy. Yes, John uh, kindly decided to give us some of his time. We flew down to uh, to his home in the northern beaches, in the worst city of the world, just north of the harbour, uh, into the Tongan Quarter of DY, where uh, you'll find Mr. Hopawato. That's where we went down to visit, and we had a lovely yarn about his hallowed rugby league career and what he plans to do uh, to the former Blues skipper Paul Gallen, and we're probably going to stay in this part of the world until the fight. We are lucky enough to land tickets, thanks to uh, Hopper's team and, uh, of course, Paul Gallen's team, led by uh, George Rose. He's hooked us up, former guest of the show. Either way, uh, Hopper seems to think that he's going to he's going to deal one to uh, Paul Gallen and put him on his ass. Yeah, he reckons he's going to absolutely turn him off at the wall, Clancy. Hold that power button down on the back of his brain like a frozen laptop. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty of Queenslanders who've never forgiven Gallen for all those cheap shots he put on Nate Miles' chin. And we hope Hopper deals with him yes. accordingly. Yes. Yeah, Hopper reckons Gallen might need a mattress because he's going to lay him the fuck out. He's going to put him to sleep. And... <clears throat> Drum roll, please. Plug alert. And if he needs a mattress, he should head to Koala and get $150 dues off his next mattress for using the code KNOCKOUT. That's K-N-O-C-K-O-U-T for $150 off a mattress from Koala. Yeah, thanks to Koala for getting behind the show and what a great lead-in. Uh, thanks for John Hopawati who sat down with us for a chat uh, the one you're now about to listen to. Let's get into it. Well, here we are with a legend of uh, the Sydney Sporting Arena um, across a number of codes, really. Uh, now boxing, John Hobawade. Thank you for joining us, mate. Thank you, boys. Thank you for having me on. on. 
Yeah, no, we're uh, we're excited. You've got a lot going on uh, in the next week. Eighth, the eighth, you're fighting Paul Gallen. Yep, yeah, yep. In just over a week's time, it is. Yeah. yeah. How did that come about? Well, they um, they rang me last year. I think it was around September. If I wanted to fight him, and you know, I never say no to anyone. As long, as long as I'm getting paid mm-hmm. and my kids are eating, mm-hmm. I don't care who I'm fighting. If it means I'm getting my head punched in for six rounds, mm-hmm. then my head's getting punched in for six rounds. As long as my kids can eat. Mm-hmm. That's all I do it for, it's for the money. But you reckon you got him? Oh, yeah, I'll bash him. Yeah? yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident um, that I'm going to beat him and beat him easy. But in saying that, heavyweights, you're one punch away from going to sleep. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be hard, but if yeah. it's on the spot, yeah, good night. Yeah. Now, we've seen that in the UFC out there with Bam Bam, uh, you know, uh, Tuivasa, who kind of just just copped that one the other day. Yeah. So it is heavyweight. It is it like is. that. And Bam Bam was getting good. Yeah. And it's just that one little nick yeah. and it sort of yeah. stunned him a bit. And that's, mm. it's because he sort of, he was all over him, Bam yeah. Bam. And then that yeah. one, as I said, there's one little hit. Doesn't have to be hard, but yeah. it's on the spot. Doesn't matter how big and strong you are. What are you weighing in at? I'm 112 at the moment. 112. Do you know what he's at? He'd be around one. Five, one, six, I think that's what yeah. he plays at. Yeah. So there's a bit more come behind your punches. Yeah. You are looking fit though. So well, this the, is this, this is you fit. Yeah, well, it's the fittest I've been out of all my fights. Yeah. Because if there's one thing um, Gao's going to be, he's going to be fit. Yeah. Um, so I had to pick up my fitness. And I've been training hard, mm-hmm. but uh, I've got a bit of experience behind me, which makes mm-hmm. it a bit easier. Um, yeah. Gao, you know, I've got to give it to him. He's jumped in the ring. Mm-hmm. And rugby league, he's a tough player, good player, a player that I'd have in my team any day of the week because mm-hmm. he's just one of them players who just doesn't take crap. Mm-hmm. But um, he's jumping into f- boxing now. He's had a few fights, but he's fought guys who've never fought before. Yeah. Out, of the, uh, out of the soup kitchen. Yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, no, but he, all yeah. these guys have have um, never fought before. So, yeah, you know, they picked me thinking – because I've been out of the ring for six to eight years, that you know I'll be in pretty much an easy target, and it's, a, and it's, it's good for him to, for stepping stone and mm-hmm. you know making making make his way up. They haven't done their homework because yeah. um, I've been sparring. Even though I haven't been in the ring, I spar every Saturday. Yeah, so I'm still in the game, but yeah. not actually fighting. But I'm still in the game. I'm still sparring. I'm sparring guys like Bowie Tippo and Solomon Imano, Kerry Foley. These guys are, are pretty much good fighters. So I'm sort of still in there, and um, I think by them think, picking me, it's going to be an easy target. It won't be. So how how many fights have you had up until now? I've had, um, I think I've had 15, 16 few, fights. Yeah. In the ring. In, in the ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not against not, not nah. my wife. I've had about 1,000, never won one. <laughs> so, but in the ring, 15. Yeah, right. So we, the, there was, we were just talking about it before. You said about eight years since you were in the ring. There was an undercard for Mundine. No, no, the last fight I had was an MMA fight. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. It was an MMA fight. So, um, I lost out on points. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a tough gig. Yeah. yeah. I, I trained two weeks for it, um, and my fitness was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I stunned the bloke three times in the first round, but I just could not finish him off. He was, yeah. I, I was just too unfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the ground. We rolled. Uh, we rolled around wrestling, and we stood up. As you know, you that do. was like in the first minute of the the fight. Mm-hmm. When we stood up, I was sort of gone. I was gone. Yeah, because the fitness is completely different. It's just a completely different arena. It does look a lot easier 
than what it looks, you know? Like, oh, like, yeah. Like, it just kind of looks like there's two blokes having a bit of a tussle on the floor, but, you know, like, every muscle's working. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. It's different finish wrestling and stand, just stand-out boxing is completely different. And, yeah. You know, I, I did, as I said, I only trained two weeks, and we went to the ground after a minute when we stood back up. Yeah, yeah, right. I was toasted. So tell us, when you were playing footy and you were playing, you know, 80 minutes of an origin decider, how, how does that compare, walking off the field after that, compared to walking out of a, you know, a full fight? Um, it doesn't compare because no. you've got 12 other players out there yeah. helping you out. So when you're doing it a bit tough, you, you might just jump on the wing like I did <laughs> and ha- have a break. Yeah. Um, and then the other guys do, uh, take the ball up for you or tackle for you. Where in the ring, it's only you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only one that's going to save you is either your ring throwing the towel in or the ref stopping it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're by yourself and that's... The fighting game's completely different to the, the rugby league. All great athletes, but it's just completely different. Yeah. And what was that fight undercard for Mundine? That would have been one of your earlier That was my first or, fight. Yeah, my yeah. first fight. That was Mundine, Danny Green fight. Yeah, right. My first fight. I, I stopped the guy in the first minute. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Frank Falsolo, his name was. He, he'd had a few fights. Um, and that was my first fight, and I was lucky enough to stop him in the first round. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a tough gig, as I keep saying. Now, can you tell us, Gal and you appear to have um, somewhat a frosty relationship, um, particularly over the last few weeks. Has this been a thing that's kind of existed in the background or that the shit talk started as the fight got announced? I've known Gal because he captained um, New South Wales and I've known him, my son played with Gal, mm-hmm. under Gal. Um, he's a good bloke, mm-hmm. but uh, we're in fighting, you know, I'm not going to be your mate if I'm going to try and knock your head off. Yeah. So, you know, we probably after the fight we'll shake hands and mm-hmm. and forget about it. But right now I'm I'm there to win and I'm there to bash Gal, mm-hmm. and he's not my mate at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm about to fight him. You know, the friendship there's no friendship until the the we'll all win, but yeah. until the game's over. Yeah, because after that uh, the mundane fight with uh, him and Horn, he came out and said it was all hype. You know, all the. All the argy bargy that they had at the weigh-in and all that—that that was all for show, just to uh, to get a bit of publicity. How much of that do, do you reckon is true? Yeah, well, there's a fair bit of it. You do got to hype it up a bit so people can mm-hmm. come yeah. to fight. But as you're at the start, it's sort of friendly, friendly. But yeah. as you're going and you're getting closer to the fights, mm-hmm. that friendship sort of gets out the window because I'm about, you're about to take my head off. I'm not going to be yeah. your mate. You're yeah. about to take my head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Even though we are sort of mates, mm-hmm. but I'm still wanna, I still want to bash him and, yeah, and yeah, win yeah. the fight. And there is no sort of friendship at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Now you, well, you, like you said, it was uh, eight eight years ago since you were in the ring, and like you've been in the public eye for quite a while. How how old were you when you started playing professional football? Because you know, for the, for someone who's just be tuning into this fight, they could think that you're sixty years old, but you're not. You know, you're young, you're fit. We're looking at you now, but you must have been in your teens when you started. I was eighteen. Yeah, I was right, eighteen when right. I, when I played first grade. Okay. Um, what? And that was back in two thousand and one. My Tongan pass was back in nineteen seventy, but. <laughs> But my Australian passport says I was yeah. born in 74. Yeah, right. So it was 90, 93 was my first yeah, right. first yeah. game. That was a very long time ago. Because you put it on such a stamp on the game that, you know, it felt like you'd been there forever. Yeah, well, I still feel, I've been retired now from footy for about 14 years. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the NRL retired yeah. me 14 yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And I'm still getting hammered. And, you know, I'm still in the public eye. Yeah. 
where most guys who retired the same time as me, unless they're in the, they're on Fox Sports or yeah. like, like Matty Johns and that, where people are seeing him all the time. Yeah, you're just yeah. out of the picture. No one knows. Yeah, no yeah. one knows who you are. Oh, it doesn't uh, help that you've yeah. got some pretty handy sons. They're pretty good at footy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But you know, but I still get a bit of publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know. And it, but in a good sense, people still know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I still get a lot of free stuff, and I take any free <laughs> stuff there is because when you got eight, to, when you got eleven kids, you take anything for free. And I still get people still know who I am, so I'm still getting discounts here and there, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes you just like to go about your play, your job or whatever you do during the day yeah. without people know, noticing you and mm-hmm. stopping you and talking, um, and talking about fighting or football. So ten kids, eleven. 11. 11. 11 kids. You must have almost been... I was 17. 17, right. So yeah. the kids came Will. before the footy. Yeah. All I was right. 17 when I had Will. Yeah. At the time, I thought it was, a, you know, it was the worst thing I'd done, but it's the best thing I'd done. Yeah. Having killed... We, me and Will and my second one, Jamil, we go places, my boys, and they, they think I'm one of the brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just the best thing I do. You know, yeah. I've grown up with the kids. Yeah. Um, I haven't been where you see some... Families where the dads are too old mm. and the kids are too cool for your dad because they're just yeah. too old. And Barnaby Joyce, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're too old and you're, you look like a grandpa than, yeah, than yeah. a dad. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And I was happy I, I did the way what yeah. I did. Um, even now, I should have stopped now, but my youngest is eight months. And um, yeah, we, that was to, out of the blue because yeah. my number 10 is six. And so I was firing away there for four or five years and nothing was happening. So I thought I had Christmas balls and you're there for decoration, but <laughs> they still work. <laughs> um, let's go back to the uh, NRL retiring you prematurely, you think? Yeah, well, I did that, <laughs> that tackle. Um, I think yeah. I, I Galloway. On Galloway. Mm. Um, I think I, I was... Um, I should have played in the 70s. Where mm. If I did that tackle back in the 70s, I would have been carried off as a... Hero, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of being sent off as a villain, <laughs> um, it was just a tackle that went wrong. It wasn't. There was no intention to to hurt. Oh, it was there was intention to hurt him, but not in the way that it happened. Yeah. I wasn't trying to go to yeah. to take his head off. Mm. Um, no one intentionally tries to really hurt someone and mm. get sent off and lose his contract and finish yeah. his career. Oh, there was nothing yeah. in it. Yeah, well, it's a split second. Yeah. Just, a little if I just didn't jump as high, it would, it would have been a perfect. <laughs> Shoulder charge. Well, it sounds like your lawyer didn't do a good job at the tribunal then. He fucked nah, you. Yeah, we all got smashed. <laughs> got 18 weeks. So, Fuck, yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, he's a long time. <laughs> yeah, it is a long time. So, um, I thought I'd, I'd get a bit less. I, was looking, I thought I'd get like 8 to 10. Mm. And that's yeah. the window. That's the last shoulder charge I ever done. Now, the, fir- the first fight we ever saw you in was against Matty Singh, wasn't it? Oh, in origin, yeah. origin. <laughs> you know, I, I, I tried to get Maddie Singh because he was smaller, yeah. <laughs> um, but then Danny Moore, who was my centre partner at Manly, came in to try and stop it. But he had a maroon jersey on, and come Origin time, I hate maroon jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he, he's a good mate of mine, Danny, and he came to try and stop the fight, but it just was the wrong time. It was just the wrong time, wrong place. And there were a couple had, brothers and brother-in-laws playing each other that fight because that was one of the biggest scraps we've ever seen. Yeah, that was in um, Melbourne that time, and um, yeah, I'd, as I said, Danny's a good, real good bloke. Mm. 
but it just it's the wrong time and just had the wrong jersey on you know just saw red and just started punching him <laughs> well that's the thing uh, and we can thank Gallon for the reason that they're not allowed to throw closed fists in the uh, state of origin anymore can't we yeah it's <laughs> it's all it's almost like a couple of bouncers just having a fight you know with open palms yeah trap boys will be boys you ever fight let him fight no one gets hurt because yeah. no one knows how to throw the punch properly yeah, yeah. just let him punch on that's the loudest the crowd cheers when there's a fight yeah 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 you don't hear the, the, the no one ever complains about it after the game says yeah. oh they, that was no good for the game because they had a fight. Except Everyone for, loves it. It tends to turn the game into like another gear as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. the only people who don't like it usually are journalists. Mm. Yeah, the journalists. Who haven't actually had a game of rugby. Yeah, they've never had a fight before. Yeah, mm. and they've never been in a fight before. But mm. the, the fans love it. And that's all you, since the games, that's all they talk about is yeah, the fight. How sure. good was that fight? How good was that fight? But the journalists and the guys that sort of run the game have never laced a pair yeah. of boots on but mm. know how to do yeah they're good at bringing revenue in but yeah. they wouldn't have a clue about what the players have to do and and on the field now you uh, 200 games in the NRL yeah, I think it was 214 or something 214 it's a lot of games yeah so you, you you had a hell of a career there including matches you played for Tonga as well yeah well I could have been in the 300 yeah um, with the 300 with all this I got well, 40-something from the NRL suspensions. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly give me 20. Yeah, right. Just internal ones. Um, so that's like, there's 60 games there. Yeah, yeah. And you could have played more games than the Crushers, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And them the Adelaide Rams. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would have hit the 300 mark. Mm-hmm. But uh, all them suspensions didn't. And me and Will, I would have retired in 2008 when they won their comp. Yeah. I would have been 34, um, and Will would have been at the club. He would have been under 20, so we would have been the first father and son playing yeah. at the same club at the same time. So he would have been playing in the 20s. LeBron. would have been like LeBron with his little fellow making his way to LA. Yeah, so yeah. and it would have happened, but Dan Arrow didn't like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They kicked me out of the game. Oh, you've done a lot of marketing for the game, you know, even with yeah. the yeah, well, suspensions. Yeah, well, with that finger thing, I, I took the game global. Yeah, you know, I was all I was doing was raising awareness for prostate cancer. Yeah, <laughs> prostate cancer is the biggest killer of men. Yeah, I think that's and, a, uh, yeah. All I was doing was checking. I was going for my degree as a doctor, and because I was playing footy, didn't have no time. There, but I did all my practical on the field. Yeah, and the. I took the game global, yeah. and the NRL should have paid me. Still, I was suspending me. But people in India were coming up saying, calling me, oh, the finger man. And <laughs> even people in India knew what rugby league because of me. So they should have been thanking me instead of suspending me. <laughs> if, only, if only David Gallup knew that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. But as I was saying, I was raising awareness for prostate cancer, and as the biggest killer for men at the moment, and, but I didn't like it. How, how many suspensions did you get for that? Because um, the yeah. NRL wouldn't have really known how to navigate around that particular <laughs> yeah, well, foul. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> they didn't. They, well, they gave the version, they, I, they, I got 12 weeks, but the video they sent me, it looked like I was just giving a wedgie. So yeah, I went yeah, in there yeah. saying, mm. oh, it was a wedgie. Mm. And then they hit, when I got in there, then they hit me with 12 different angles of me poking my finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just smashed me. And I just went, oh. 
crap. <laughs> so I just put the white flag up and said, oh, I'm gone here. <laughs> but there was that same field. They said, that's the only, that's the only video we got for you. Mm-hmm. They gave yeah. me one version. Mm-hmm. It was a crap version. Mm-hmm. But that same field, a year later, I got headbutted and my nose was bleeding. It's in a scrum. And the only version they had was wide lens, was right where... Yeah, up in the sky, up in the bird nest, and yeah. no one could see the could see, and you couldn't even see the scrum. Yeah. But that's the only version they had yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But the ref said, "I've been, I've been, I got need, mm. and I was bleeding." But that's the only version in NRL found. So, do you reckon there's anyone who probably deserved more? Like, 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 did you ever play with anyone who probably should have deserved to be? Banned more? Yeah, you so know, poli- like they did better than you politically with the with, yeah. the, with the with the game. Oh. I don't know, but I know there was a couple of things that, what's his name, McDougal did a tackle, yeah. which was like mine, it was like a couple of weeks after my one, he got nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking. Yeah. You, probably, you probably just couldn't hear it from the from um, the commentary box. Yeah. Adrian Morley too. Adrian Morley, yeah, but yeah, I, I liked Adrian because he was just a tough bastard. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah, he did go there to hurt somebody, not intentionally try to take him out completely. Well, yeah. I, I can't say no one should have got what I should have got, but I thought I got treated a bit different than everyone else. Yeah. Um, not saying because it was my colour, but yeah. um, I think it was just because just the person I was, this colourful <laughs> character and that they didn't want that yeah, in yeah, the game. Yeah. And, you'd, you know, you kind of, um, you'd kind of been in the headlines, I guess, for, for 40, 20 internal suspensions. Yeah, for everything. You live in DY. There's a big Tonga community in DY. Yes. Have you always been up that way? Yes, I've always been around. So I've been DY now, but always been around the same area. Yeah, right. Um, I've grown up here. Moved out to Campbelltown when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Then mainly got me back when I was 16. Um, it was lucky they did get me back. Mm-hmm. Because I would have been locked up, hundred percent been locked up. I was still yeah. hanging in the wrong crowd yeah. and doing dumb things that you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. and what teenagers do. And I was happy they got me back, and I was happy that I, I got married when I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. So that was another blessing in disguise. Because yeah. if I didn't, as I said, I would have been inside. Yeah, and there would have been no John Hopwadi and no yeah. real. I wouldn't be the person who I am now mm-hmm. if I never got married and, never, and Manly never got me back. Yeah, right. Out of Campbelltown. Yeah, yeah. So uh, have you have you seen any other Tongan guys come up through through like the actual Northern Beaches to play for Manly? Yeah, I've, I've, as I said, my son. Yeah. There's been a fair few Islanders come through, but they just mm-hmm. one thing about us Islanders is the training is not a big mm-hmm. you know makeup. We're not too good at training. We're getting better at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more like this, the second, third generations have grown up here that are getting you know they're just growing up in the system, but. When I come through, there was me, Solomon Imano, Ruben Wick, he was locked. Yeah. It was under 10 of us, I think. But now there's 68% in the juniors at yeah. Islanders. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but I've seen a few come through and I just couldn't make that next step. Mm-hmm. You know, talent, great talent, a lot better than what I was, but just talent can only get you so far. You've yeah, got to yeah. be able to train. And, you know, I'm lucky my boys, I don't have to push my boys to train. Will's pretty disciplined. Yeah, he's very disciplined. Yeah. He was lucky to go and do that sabbatical that he did. Yeah. Yeah. you got to be disciplined to do something like that. Mm, I just had yeah. another son who just returned mm-hmm. of his sabbatical a week ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't go. I wasn't, didn't fit none of the criteria. I was just... <laughs> were you raised Mormon? Yeah, I was raised Mormon, but yeah, yeah I was just no good. You were. Yeah, that, 
a lapse moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a very good moment there for a while, but and they just you know I never fit the criteria where. Will is just a good kid. He's always been a good kid. Yeah, you know, you you said that. I mean, you said you said that in interviews as well. You were the you were the crash test dummy. Yeah, yeah. And then and then your boy is now the uh, you know the the safe model. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> and my motto is do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. So I do all the dumb stuff. Yep. You guys don't follow what I'm doing because mm. it gets you nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like me just being who I am, and then they yeah. look at it and go, "Oh, I want to be like Dad. Yeah. I want to be better than Dad. And that's what I want him to be." Well, it's a multifaceted family, you know the the Hopwater. Now, any 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 of your daughters playing? Yeah, I got a daughter that plays uh, league as well. Yeah, she's uh, fourteen. Yeah, thirteen. She plays in the sixteens, um, and she goes all right. Um, so hopefully, she can. She's got a future there. One one uh, plays basketball and surfs, and the other one just. Looks at herself in the mirror all day. So <laughs> that's about it. She's she might make the most money out of all of you, though. <laughs> she's, she's our babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, you said you want to get these blokes that um that that gave you your final suspension in the ring after Gal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd love them to be my next opponents after Gal. All um, four at the same four, time, I reckon. All four at the same time. Yeah. Now, I'd whip all four of them. Yeah, um, I went in there, had my had my spiel ready. They already had their verdict because mm-hmm. they said to go outside. I was outside for five minutes, come back and had a four-page typed-up verdict. Mm. And you don't have that really in five minutes. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, they haven't been for that. Ten years. You had another one, Ten another years. sensational moment, another good bit of marketing for the game when you were um, <laughs> playing, for, uh, playing for Manly and you got caught playing fifth-grade rugby union. That, yeah, well, was that yeah. was that just to help out some mates? <laughs> well, it was, and I was only fifth grade. It was fifth grade rugby, but the, the problem was um, the team that we played were coming first, yeah, right. and the team I played oh, for yeah. were coming like second last or third yeah. last. Yeah. Played mainly on the Sunday. Then it was a public holiday on the Monday, so I yeah. went and played for these guys. <laughs> It was 2003, yeah. Yeah, I had a headgear on thinking, you know, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be sweet. They won't know who I am. I had it. Playing fifth grade union. From from first grade to from, from first grade NRL to like, to, to like crash tackling bankers and shit. And fucking doctors. And I think fucking they would have known who you were. Law students. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that the headgear would, would, cover, would cover me, but yeah. uh, I think my big jaw gave that away. Um, but, and because of maybe because I set up the winning try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, made yeah, a, yeah. I made a bit of a bust and I just, you know, offloaded and we scored on the hooter. How, how much experience had had you yeah in well, union? Well, um, I played rugby when I was a kid. Yeah. But the league manly didn't know they called me once. But I played rugby every year I, I played first grade. Yeah, I yeah. played in all the Tongan tournaments. Yeah, yeah. I played every year. But I never told Manly. It's the only one they called me only because that team lost. But I played every year and yeah. I never got caught. <laughs> so I can say it now because I'm retired. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I chalk, uh, what Watmo said that as well. He says that in, in an interview the other day, uh, post uh, with Hello Sport, he was saying, uh, I can say it now, he goes, I was out in the cross every night. <laughs> they told me not to, but I was out there just because I knew if they caught me, then someone else was out there, yeah. so they'd well, have to own up. Well, that's right. <laughs> and uh, and Chuck's telling the truth there, because I worked in the cross and you know, I was yeah. there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the rat. <laughs> now, um, you were just saying before, what is the, what would be the most kind of dominant code uh, in Tonga? Is it league or union? It was rugby, yeah. Up until uh, the World Cup in 2017, where 
the, uh, Jason Tamalolo, Andrew Feet, all these yeah. big names made the shift over to, um, yeah, right. to Tonga. And Tonga's has gone bananas over the league. And that's it's the first time the the government have gave money to the league. Yeah, right. Because before they, they gave nothing. It was all for the rugby, and rugby was yeah. our number one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now rugby's on the back burner, and leagues just gets everything. Leagues is picked up like all the. You know, we've got supporters all around, even in America. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, when the World Cup was on, the Tongans from all around America watching. What are they saying? Hey, docs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, docs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because in order to make any money in Union, you know, you, you've got to head over to Europe and that's, you know, it's it's a bit of a dump, you know. It's, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's and cold. Got, but you've got to go where, via Australia where, as well. Where in league, you can come to Manly and earn a good crust. Yeah, yeah if, if you're good enough. Yeah, yeah. If you're good enough. Rugby was always the number one code mm. up until 2007. You would have yeah. played a big part in that too. You kind of, you, you would have encouraged a lot of young Tongan kids to start playing league and then... Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how much I had input I got the players, I sort of told, asked them to come back, but you know, money um, loyalty does not pay your bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have my law, my loyalty's with Tonga, but yeah. if I'm getting no money, yeah, yeah, and my kids are not eating, I'm going to jump to Australia. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it was a massive move for these guys, and all the money they're missing out on. Yeah. But it was lucky because these guys were on massive contracts with their clubs; they made it easier. Mm-hmm. Where the Test matches and that didn't really, even though it would have been good to have that money, yeah. but they're really making really good money. Yeah. From, There's been um, a lot of defections. Yeah. Like in the last, like since 2017. Well, especially yeah. for us, like yeah. um, all them boys that played uh, Fusitua, yeah. Tauke Aho, um, Solomon Nakata, all these guys are first graders playing for their clubs mm-hmm. and playing for New Zealand. They've all just jumped ship and come back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're, we're giving, they're getting paid. M- um, a wage now and getting money yeah. for the last test they got five grand yeah. and it's not That's as good flights. as it's flights yeah well yeah. five grand's not as good as 20 grand but I'll take five grand to play with my own yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Have, get 20 grand to play with the Australians yeah, which yeah. I've got nothing against Australians great blokes mm. but it's just not the same yeah. when you play your own kind look us as Tongans we laugh at anything and everything and we, we don't Everything's just like a joke to us because like, it's probably not good to say, but you know, if a dog gets, if someone kicks a dog, we laugh. Mm. Where to a white man, oh, you can't kick a dog. This, yeah, that's our pet. Yeah, yeah. Where we will kick a dog and we will laugh. Sense of humor. Sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, training must be so fun for those guys when they head over. To well, Tama. it is. It is. And and yeah. even the our coach said, the way we are, we you could never do this at an NRL club because we're so laid yeah. back and just. But we know when you switch on and when when training, we know it's training. Mm-hmm. But then after this era, you wouldn't yeah. even know we're there to play a game because we just joke and yeah. muck around the whole time. Yeah, just imagine if you went from the Broncos home to Apia and, and then you look like you'd been there with Wayne Bennett. You know, <laughs> just the most humorless, <laughs> straight-laced bloke saying, don't kick my dog. <laughs> and then but, you overtime. But in saying that, I can't, I can't talk. I was never played under Wayne, but yeah. everyone that's played under Wayne really likes the bloke. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's, yeah. Um, he's he's great, and he's particularly good with you know wild wild young kids. Yeah, well, he loves he loves yeah. the wild ones. Yeah, like yeah. He brings a lot of them in because he gives them an opportunity. But 
everyone that I've heard that played on the Wayne, they all love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely. he doesn't. I don't think Wayne likes the media, so he just comes yeah. with his straight yeah. face and doesn't give a yeah, crap yeah. about me. <laughs> but he's completely different when he's with the players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who 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 else can you see kind of on the um uh, out of the players now that could potentially make a, a bit of a fighter? You reckon? Have the Fafitas any of those boys had a fight? No, 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 no. no I won't be saying Fafita no. be a good fighter. No. I think my six-year-old just beat Fafita. Bam Bam reckons he could take them both at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bam Bam can take a lot of people on at once. Um, uh, but yeah, no, nah. uh, I couldn't. I couldn't really tell you, you know, because uh, um, unless you see him in the ring, I unless you see him in the ring. Yeah, yeah. but most footy players go all right once they're tall because they're just they're in a contact sport, so they sort of pick it up pretty quick, and mm-hmm. and they they love having a dig, mm-hmm. and they're not scared to have a dig. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Gal, he's, he's, only had, he's had eight fights, but you can't bag anyone that's jumped in the ring. Yeah, sure. yeah. You know, there's a lot of armchair boxers out there who know <laughs> everything. But Particularly when Mundane's fighting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they know yeah. everything, but they will, will never jump in the ring. Yeah. So I can't give it, you know. The Sonny Bill, like, because you say the same thing, Gal's fighting people that haven't really had a fight before, and Sonny Bill did a bit of that. Can you actually see a fighter in him? Yeah, yeah. well, it, Sonny's a heavyweight. If he's, I think, and I think he's good, but mm-hmm. he's he's got to stop trying to fight like Chalk because mm-hmm. yeah. you know he's just not he's nowhere near as quick as Chalk. He's mm-hmm. he hasn't got Chalk style. Sonny is a great build for a, a boxer. He's he's tall. He's got the length. He's got the um, reach. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just got to if he doesn't try and because he when he first started because he he's so good mates with Chalk, mm-hmm. he was trying to fight like Chalk, but I don't think it, it suits him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I still think. He'd be he'd be a good fighter if he changed his style. Well, mate, what do you think is going to happen? What are your predictions for the match? What what round? Mate, I'm I'm saying it's going to be early. Yep. It's got to be. I'm going to finish him off early. Yep. Um, because the longer it goes, it might be better for him because he's so fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's never been really been hit before, and he, he's been stunned a couple of times. But the box, the guys that he he has fought. Didn't know how to finish it off because I was yeah. sort of just new in the game, mm-hmm. and they weren't boxing fit, mm-hmm. in which they sort of just walked went backwards instead of coming forward trying to finish him. And I think that Joseph Paulo, that he fought um, from Canberra, the prop, he should if he was a bit fitter, he would have mm-hmm. beat Gal. Yeah, right, right. I think he would have beat Gal, mm-hmm. but it's just because he wasn't boxing fit. Yeah. He was fully fit, but he wasn't boxing fit. Yeah. But I think I'll beat I'll beat Gal early. You kind of come out explosive. Yeah, and plus I got, I got a charity, I got a charity match the next day yeah, right. in Cherbourg, <laughs> a charity footy match Sherberg. in Cherbourg. All oh, right, so you're flying the next so, day. So yeah, so after I finish, so I'm gonna try and save my energy, bash Gal for. Yeah. yeah, finish him off early and save all my energy yeah. for the next day because I got a yeah. charity match. Are you fighting in Sherbrooke? No, I got a fight. No. I'm playing footy. Oh yeah. right, right. Yeah, so yeah. They, they they can't the stop Hornets. me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Australia. We have uh, Australian legends. We're all the oh, ex players yeah. yeah. together. We travel the countryside and play the best of that country town. So we're going to Sherbrooke. And, well, Renoff's um, just not from there, is he? He's from Mergen next door. But is it? Oh, there'll, I don't know. There'll be yeah. some legends out there, though. Yeah, so, and, and we, we do a few. We do Sando. like 67. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do like 67 of them a year. Jesus. And we love it. And, I, and I, you know, it's, it's all for charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as I said, I got, I'm, I'll finish Gal off early and save my energy for the 
the game the next day. And they can't stop me playing in these games because yeah. it's, it's charity. So yeah. I'm allowed to play in them. And then a couple of days later, you'll be playing fifth grade down there in uh, Narrabeen. <laughs> <Yeah. somewhere. laughs> for the Marlins. Yeah. All the rats. Yeah. All the rats. I'm a Marlins man, so I'll be playing for the Marlins. Right on. Thanks for joining us, John. All the best. No, thank you, boys, and thank you for having me on, on your um, show. No worries, mate. Good luck. Thank Good you. Luck. He's coming for you, gal. Now, that was John Hopawati. Uh, very kind of him to, to, to do the interview with us, and actually quite an open book, wasn't he, Errol? There wasn't much he didn't want to bring up or talk about, which is what we appreciate that in our guests. No, he certainly didn't hide behind that big red flat cap of his. He uh, he bared his soul for us, Clancy, and indeed the people of the Channel Country. I'm sure they appreciate everything he told us, and I'm sure the entire state of Queensland is behind John. Yes, he used to terrorise us back in the 90s, state of origin era, but uh, he's been out of the game for a while, and he's about to uh, knock out, hopefully. Um, but possibly not, but either way, he's going to be throwing punches at the former Blues captain that we all remember uh, much more recently. Yep. Well, we're just coming up to the top of the hour here, so we're going to have to bid you farewell for another week. Until next time, my name is Errol Parker. Stay out of the pokies. Never talk to the police without legal counsel present. They're not your friends. They will ruin your life. And I'm Clancy Overall. You be kind to each other. <laughs>